Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Here we should blow, should blam, should Shakespeare, call out culture. It's your host, Curly Castro, the one, the only. I'm wondering when I say the one, the only, should I also say the end? I want to be a completist. So if I say I'm the one and only, I'm the one, the end. The only the ampersand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ampersand on, bro. Oh yeah. man, I can't. I can't go ampersand, man. I, that'll, that'll take me down my my path of um. Who's my guy? Why do I do the ampersand? Um, I think it's old, your duty to ampersand it up. No, yeah. it's actually it's actually a western that makes me do the ampersand. Batman. Yes, Batman. said Alaska. Did you ever watch Batman? in black and white. No. Really, really episodic. So it was like quick. So he he come in, he has a cane, he runs some town or something. Sheriff, like, you know, who's this guy? You know, and he trips you with the cane, he doesn't pull his gun, and you know, at the end of the episode, he wins. Batmasterson. And so I, I I found out about him. He's a real guy. Yeah, but it, it was a the, the syndicate, the show was like it was something in syndication, but it was at a weird time. Alaska. I wake up early. So it was like at 4:30 or something like that. Okay. Five o'clock. And I don't know why. So I um Batmasterson and Amperson kind of round to me. And, all right. So tonight we're talking about an interesting topic. Mm. I will be running the show. But um, Zilla, enlighten the listeners onto what the topic is. I want to you give you an explanation and then I'll come in and show it. Um, well, I think it's about how and why historically like people trying to be um, I don't say people trying to be like what constitutes the motivation behind people going solo, right? Like right. if they're if they're in a duo or a larger group, like why why do people do it? What about people constantly trying to pull them out of the group? Who yes. are people, you know, that are actually better served to be in groups? versus being solo you know and oftentimes we find that you know after they make the solo albums that brick or nobody actually wanted and they but kind of it, there's also a general them. there's also a good general consensus sometimes of us the fans or record labels and stuff trying to make someone solo whether that's good for them or not true it seems like um being fans there's also this this phenomenon of um well like all right so for instance one of the major ones is like everybody knows uh michael jackson Right. right, big old MJ, right? Yeah. In a family group, maybe against his will or whatever, he was the breadwinner of the family, so they had different things going in to me than just discovering music. Like the Jackson right. 5 wasn't trying to discover music, he was trying to make money, you know, mm-hmm. and then eventually he goes solo. But there was a lot of, like, underwriting with that. Michael always wanting to go solo and wanting to break off, and there was a lot of control in his group. So solo seemed like a logical outcome, Right. Of his, his over, uh, oppressing group. But then there's the phenomenon of, I'll, I'll bring it a little more current, outcast and everybody trying to, where is Dre Solo? Where's Dre Solo? Where's Dre Solo? And they right. actually never did it solo. They did double albums, but they mm-hmm. did. Oh, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Ella, shut the hell up. Tell her. Fucking cats. Like she's down at the door, like she's going to go outside and all that. But anyway. <laughs> So just this phenomenon. So when solo is better, when solo is worse, when solo is um, a given, like maybe something happened, 
somebody yeah. gets you know somebody's knocked up somebody got to take over whatever <laughs> um and then when solo was so when solo was beneficial and when solo was a detriment mm. we'll try to cover all of that okay I like that. all right black. cool all right so me two seconds gentlemen i'm trying to do some surgery here so um like i said when i started like a big one is like michael jackson right mm-hmm. as a solo artist um but then i would like to talk to y'all about and tell me your opinion on this i had a curious one mm. the one the almighty gifted universal rhyme gift, gifted unlimited rhymes universal okay guru going solo Oh, what are y'all thoughts about not now there will be some dicey and spicy parts of it but right, it is right. something that happened if people listeners can see you can see alaska's face like pondering because there is something to this so all right um guru goes, look of disgust definitely so <laughs> um so like i said sometimes there's um these times because i'll also bring up later in the episode i went through this personally like a friend of mine Mm-hmm. where um people are trying to pull the most talented you know away for whatever reason um right. i had a situation where a friend of mine had you know his skills are good and stuff like that but he was in a group it was like four of us right but um this guy this other producer engineer guy was making it seem like he was the better of us and he would be better without us now mind you it's funny because we're all in college at this time you right. know just rapping at different varying levels so like who you know you're not Atlantic of capital, like you're not taking him anywhere, but you're making moves to make it seem like, hey, you're, you should be solo, you should roll, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I bring that up to bring up Guru got in a situation where he was in a long time group and he allowed, I don't know, we just, there's a lot of alleged and speculation. So I'm just going to speak freely, and, you know, people right. could comment on it, whatever. But they, what he did was he allowed somebody into his inner circle. They told him, for better or worse, that he was better off without his longtime duo partner. <laughs> and um, and he also got manipulated and coerced and brainwashed to some degree, to a great degree, in actualizing that. Because what people don't realize is Guru already had solo outings before he broke off the group to go with the idiot. Right. You know. Um, oh, so me like Jazz and. Right. Those things were all existing before he went all on this right. renouncing premiere diatribe that was obviously shadow puppeted by Solar. We don't have to, you know, it's Solar. the crux of all of these issues, yes. possibly across genres and time, is the allure and lusting of like, what if I did it on this sound or style or platform that I've never done? And what if it's 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 like like destination addiction like you're not happy until you think you go to the next thing right the grass is gets greener and so when you think about people that have gone solo and bricked badly it's usually because they had like a great situation at home you know what i mean it's like most people aren't going so i mean most people that in bad situations just disavow it right and then they okay. move on act like it didn't happen or it kind of motivates them to do something bigger or better. Whereas I feel like if you're like, first of all, the Jackson five is fucking amazing. Okay. Right. Like, like, don't, like don't, get that part too. Yeah. All that. don't get like, that part twisted. Incredible shit. Not to right. say Michael Jackson's solo career isn't astounding as well, but it's not like, it's not like they were a bunch of fucking chumps. You know what I mean? Right. They weren't. I, I think, right. So I just think 
in general though i feel like the vibe is like if i do this other thing it will kind of scratch an itch i have and or hangers on or people to put the battery in your back around you are whispering in your ear being like oh see they don't respect you you know what i mean like oh you know they ain't nothing without you you'll show them and it's it's always like a deadly combo versus sticking to what has been working and then maybe trying to find new ground with that collaborator or those sets of collaborators you see what i'm saying like i think i got a question i got a question for you then yeah destiny's child how long did you think that would last hmm i think destiny's child he was a lead singer huge fucking run they had a huge following they were around when they were young they did they did a lot of collabs bills it's like if you if you look through there's like no Ladies limit collabs. Man's at home. The club yeah, was there's, the there's no limit collabs. There's um uh cash money collabs. Yeah, they were in yeah. they were in, they were in the Midwest, like nobody's business. But it seemed like to me the energy started shifting to being like to this Beyonce crescendo. Like well, I knew they, about they, it before. Remember, like, well, look how they moved. They, yeah, they got right. rid of the one girl. Four early. girls. Right. They got rid of one. No, they got they had four girls. They got rid of one. Replaced her. Yeah, replaced okay. the replaced one. So they right, still had four. Right. Yeah. Then they got rid of the fourth one down to three. Right. And then they, they did that run for a bit and they grew up a little bit. They were doing a little bit older material, right? Not the teeny right. bopper stuff. Right. And then it just felt to me like this energetic swell of like, oh, here comes Beyonce. Like it was inevitable, it seemed. But I didn't see yes. that as her leaving the group or anything that, in that particular time. I saw it as just a natural progression of her and her style. I think there's well, that. Too. I think it's hard to go back once you become like a megastar. Right. right, like Isn't Lionel it? Richie's not going back to the Commodores. Right, that's right. Over. Like or like I brought up in the text, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Like, yeah, okay, we like sometimes that stuff is a season. Like Gladys Knight and the Pips was a season. Diana Ross yeah. and her girls were a season, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is the one season, and now season two, we you know we making more money and stuff like that. You know, yeah. um, Phil right. Collins with Genesis. But then I uh, thank you. I got a great one. Then what about when it's necessity? Did Busta Rounds want to go solo? No. 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 And we kind of know he did not, but he kind of had to. He had to, yeah. He kind of had to, right? Hold on one second. I'm so sorry. I I also think, like, if you're okay, so there, then you have someone like um, Tom York, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't go solo. He's done solo albums. You know what I mean? Like, he's done the eraser. He's done, like, um, like DJ said, like, you can still have ways to step away from your breadwinner and be creative and then hop back on the saddle where you're actually going to, you know, have a big influence. You know what I mean? Versus like, I think when you go solo, I think we have to make a clarification of like the people that went solo and never went back. Does that make sense? Well, I think you also have to look at perhaps like where they come from, like artistically, right? Like, Um, like Brand Nubian's a good example, right? Like Pooba was a solo artist that was brought in to be on that record, right? So his intention was never to be in the group. No, nope. he always was trying on. to. He just wanted to put them on, and, and he moving. always was trying to go yeah. back to solo. Like he would yeah. make it clear, right. no, I don't really like and, it here. You know, and he he would say it. He would say it out yeah. loud. And realistically, the solo star in that group was Sadat X. We just didn't realize it at the time. No, we didn't. Before. But at, but wait, but wait, back then. In terms of the prototype artist, Alaska, you know, Pooba was it. Like he, oh, he was, but he, he checked off. 
He did break, but he checked off all the boxes of did, yeah. the Polo Lord, the smooth voice. He could do the crossover hits with was, Mary oh, yeah. and no, stuff like no that. No question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he and was kind of guest appearances. He always killed. Right. right. So he had a um. Let's use this. This is a great one, y'all. And then we could even go to our first break. He had a solo mindset, regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. the group thing was always going to be short, short term. Yeah. And and ill fitting. Like you know, I remember people. I remember I got mad at Pooh. I was like, dang, he's kind of, you know, shitting on the group. But I didn't know that he was solo first. I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know they were right. a creation either, that they put them together. Like, they were assembled, you know what I'm saying, by the label and stuff. And so, no, no, he, he, well, he broke it down on, uh, I forget what podcast. I think it was uh, Fresh Era, where okay. he, he was on his own. He was making his name bell ring and in, in a group and then was solo around the way. And then, he was like the local dude. Everyone was like infatuated right. with. He was in the studios right. early, making jams, right, doing right. block party shows, and then he discovered Derek and Jamar. We'll say that. Right. Well, um, he was Derek, Derek X, X first. Right. He was Derek X. So then he found Jamar. them, and he was just like, "Yo, um, you you guys are dope. Um, I'll I'll help you get on." And then once he brought them to Electra, and they fuck with them. They they were like, oh, why don't you why don't you guys do this record together? So this will launch the Grand Puba solo, right? Right. And this right, will launch exactly. Brand Nubian. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but this is it's kind of like the what was that group Castro that Jeezy was in early on? Oh, um, um, Bad Boys. No, nah, yeah, but well, no, that wasn't the name of the group. They were on Bad Boys. Yeah. What were they called? No, the name of the group was Bad Boys. Where they? I don't think that was their name. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Jeezy. It was, was Jody Breeze. It was um. Look it up. It might just be bad. I swear. It's that simple. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. There it is. Something like that. Right. Okay, sorry. Where they they kind of existed as a launching pad for everybody. It's kind of like yeah, it was a it was a group project, right. but everybody knew that everybody had solo things. But it's same. The funny thing about that is, like I told you, I know Jody Breeze. I knew him. I didn't know Jeezy for nothing. He was very unknown at that time, and I might have known another member of the group. So it's just kind of interesting that he was the one with the solo success. So that's what I'm saying. Like. It takes on many forms in terms of like cats going solo. All right, for instance, and then I want to say that first break. I think CeeLo, that was a disaster. Mm. And I know there was not, uh, let me finish. I know Gnarls Barkley and these other things that came yeah. about of it. Yes. But if, I, if you look at Goody Mob and what they were doing was still standing. And then you look at, you know, some of those track t- tracks 10 to 15 on some CeeLo projects, like just like, to me, I, I I thought that was a bad move. That's I even like that World That's Party smart. album from Goody Mob. Yeah, yeah, that, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. Uh, yes, but like, like y'all y'all see what I'm saying? Like there was some great music created, but I thought that was like it was an ambitious move that went it went too left. Like his solo stuff, he's wearing the church robes. He's, he's he went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like he kind of went crazy. I mean, the music, not necessarily, but like everything else. And then also to, to me, for me, he stopped standing for something. Goody Mob was definitely a light. They had a message at all times. And then when he went pop, he was doing some very pop things, if you ask me. Pop yeah, maneuvers. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's so Are you talking about driving girls? Is that what you're talking about when you say pop hey, maneuvers? Yes. That part too. Yeah. That part too. You see what I'm saying? He was getting very poppy in Hollywood to me, to you know, to me, where that wasn't that wasn't pitting part part and parcel of Goody Mob's operation. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess. But it might have just been who he always was. Could uh, be. You know what and, I mean? Like there's there's many himself. a tale of yes. the very conscious person using yeah, that oh, yes, as yes, 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 you know, very, a way to be point, a predator. Good point. But I'm just saying, to me, there was a lot of success, but no substance. And yeah. Goody Mob had a lot of substance going for them on top of the success. Like they were selling, but you get what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. when he went yeah. solo, there was definitely like way more pop sensibilities. He was getting Grammy, not, you know, consideration. I'm not knocking that part, but I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing how that pulled him away from, to me, the, the pure, the pure art with his group. Well, I, I think that with, with even back then, he was the one getting calls to be on other people's records, not right. members of Goody Mob. Right, that's true. Like people true. were yeah. already making their moves on that group to be like, no, no, we love the group, but actually, we just want CeeLo on this song, not the group. All right. Definitely. So I, I think there's also what we have to admit this is thing. like, yeah, distinguish is like the history of the industry in general. There was so much money and so many formulas for decades of groups, right? Yes. And in yep. groups, not everyone's going to be fire. Yeah. Not everyone, but within the group, they fit a role, which is great for them. You know what I mean? Whether it's like a moody bass player or kind of like a, like a fugly drummer, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, or like the lead or, singer, like we've seen, like there's the Temptations in real life, and then like five heartbeats and fake, like yeah. about the whole lead yeah, like, singer. Yeah, like, even like Oasis, right. like Liam Gallagher ain't shit without that band. Of course, he ain't okay. Shit without his brother, no, he. But he uh, has uh, the look. He carries himself like a cocky rock star, and he's handsome, and he sings the songs. But he has like, would you like Incubus? Would you like my man from Incubus like by himself? I think he did a solo album and, at some point. Even right. Like, yo, even even like Chris Cornell did a, but he did like a Timberland right. album that was super stupid. You know, God rest his soul. I mean, okay. Then let me um, let's ask. Let me switch gears, and then I want to go to break. But really, on this one. So, what about the Justin Timberlake type move? I was genius for him. But was that yeah. like not? That was natural, right? He was the. That's one, a specific formula, one. though. That usually happens out of a boy band. Okay. There's always okay. one that breaks out, like and Jordan Knight. When he went solo right. first from New right, Kids. but I feel like yeah. you see that new, new in the group with you know with Justin with the dancing and the you know the the runs he would do you yeah. know what I'm saying like well for, think about this from from a business standpoint from a label okay a group is is a win win because all the time if the group blows up everyone's familiar with the members in the group yes right so you don't have to break a brand new solo artist if they're in a group you just take them out of the group they've been promoted they've been yeah. on the road they've been on tv video people have seen their face know their names right yes so you're like yes. oh okay this oh justin seemed like from in sync well in sync was big for four fucking years everywhere yeah at first like, at first it's the, the we have to be like okay yeah. we, we need to break this new guy no one's ever heard of what a trend no it's like we're just taking the hottest dude from the biggest fucking band and just plunking him over here we don't, we don't have to develop you, anything. The Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan started in the group, didn't you? Yeah, Rufus and Shaka Khan. There it is. Yeah, but same thing like Tina Turner. I can Tina Turner. You're, I can turn it. Right. I can see it, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, even think about that. You know what kind like, well, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg was kind of in, like. In a group. That, yeah, you're right. You're that, right. Like, Death Row. Like, the Chronic album so was, was a, basically yeah. a group. It was basically, like, Dr. Dre and the Death Row inmates or whatever right. you want. Right. Yeah. So they're all featured on the chronic, which is just like a, a launching pad to not have to be like, okay, no one's ever heard of Lady of Rage. How right. do we get people to care? Well, she's all over the chronic. Then it she's was an intro the record for right. Like everything pound, builds Snoop. everything. 
Lady right. of Rage, RBX, DLC Orange was on there a little bit. Well, you know, all them guys was on there. So it was definitely all like record. You know what I mean? Nate Dogg. Like, so, but they're basically Dre's group. You know what I mean? Like, that's his yeah. thing. Like, he's orchestrating them all, putting them on certain songs, taking them off. Like, he's kind of like Risen, that shit. It's just, he just didn't call it like Dr. Dre Presents. He just took all the credit. You know what I mean? Whereas Rizzo was like, it's Wu Tang Clan, even though I'm putting everybody where they, they need to be on the chessboard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hit a break. Bang. And when we come back, I want us to get a little bit more specific. Like some of the, some of the, some of the ones that didn't turn out that well. Some of the ones that was like, you know, very beneficial for them. And we'll, we'll be back. Cool. Right. Call out culture, y'all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cut this shit. Hey yo, this is Chubzilla, one half of Sons of Andre, with the late Scorsese Lord Jones. Scorsese and I have a record together under the name Sons of Andre called Dungeon of Doom. It features some of my happiest production yet and some of Scorsese's best writing. It is available on a limited edition cassette and CD and at every digital outlet you can get your music from as well as insubordinaterecords.com Dungeon of Doom features appearances by Alaska, Zilla Rocco, Poison Pen, and Alex Ludovico stealing the goddamn show on this very beat but you can go get Dungeon of Doom wherever you fuck with music at Long live Scorsese. The Black Panther Party 10-point program, written October 15, 1966. We want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. We believe that black people will not be free until we are able to determine our destiny. Two, we want full employment for our people. We believe that the federal government is responsible and obligated to give every man employment and a guaranteed income. Three, we want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. We believe that this racist government has robbed us and now we are demanding the overdue debt of 40 acres and two mules. Four, we want decent housing fit for the shelter of human beings. We believe that if the white landlords will not give decent housing to our black community, then the housing and the land should be made into cooperatives so that our community with government aid can build and make decent housing for its people. Five, we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present day society. Six, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. We believe that black people should not be forced to fight in the military service to defend a racist government that does not protect us. Seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and the murder of black people. We believe we can end police brutality in our black community by organizing black self-defense groups that are dedicated to defending our black community from racist police oppression and brutality. Eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. We believe that all black people should be released into many jails and prisons because they have not received a fair and impartial trial. Nine, we want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities as defined by the Constitution of the United States. We believe that the court should follow the United States Constitution so that black people will receive fair trials. Ten, we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. When, in the course of the human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which are connected with another 
and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect of the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to this separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All, all men are created equal, that are endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Little Robert Hutton, Curly Castro, out on Backwood Studios. Get it now. So we're back to Once Upon a Time, I'm solo. No, uh, what, is, what should we call it? Um, H-E-L-O-L-O-K-E-L-O-K-E, solo. That's what the name solo. of the episode is. Solo, so whatever, dolo, baby. Your, your man K solo. Uh, ideals for dolo. No, I don't think so. Your man um, K solo is fraudulent. But I digress. So we're not naming it after him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the episode. Can no, I ask you this not. real quick? When you talk yes, about Guru? Yes. Bring that back. Well, was it wasn't premiere solo? Because mm. he was producing for every motherfucker. So man. I know that I knew you were gonna bring that part up. He was producing for everybody. But at the same time, I feel like he's only exclusive to Gangstar Foundation. So he was more crew than no, but this is he was doing like Guru would not give out feature verses. But he you never know, did he, like a full record with Big or a full record with Jay. Like he was throwing some beats here and there. He did the um the Karis One but, record. That's okay. the he didn't do the whole thing. Yeah, he did. Return no, of the boom. He most certainly did not. Ooh. Return of the boom bat. Premier Prince. Yeah, thing. he did a couple of them. I think he did the singles. Maybe he did the singles. Oh, I thought that yeah. was um. I think that was okay. like the first time they worked together potentially. So it was a big. I think deal. that was the first time they worked. Because there's some big records. Okay, but then all right. So here's my point with that. Is yeah, Karis produced most of that album. Weird. Okay. Right. What? Wow. Um. Wow, he did. Wow. Yeah, Premier um, did about five joints. See, that's yeah. what I thought. It was like more than two. So yeah. Guru Ooh. Guru's verses were not <clears throat> readily available in, in the hip hop community. He did not have a lot of features. No. So he, he wasn't. Did have some, like, though. He had some, but what I'm saying, Digable, he wasn't following yeah. in um Premier's footsteps in terms of like his other his material being out there until he started doing the Jasmine tests. Yeah. Yes. They, they weren't that much. What I'm saying is there weren't that many guru vocals out in the world without Premier until he yeah. started doing Jasmine Tacks. Should so, have been hit number one for Guru. Well, that that probably is. Think about it. That might be. Oh, I don't do that. Like Guru's the one yeah. that doesn't do that. Where Premier's like, well, you know, I'm gonna spread my wings a little bit, and he's like, okay. Me, right. I don't do that. I do everything for Gangstar. You know what I'm saying? So it could have yeah. been. Okay. You know. All right. I just, 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 just the thought. To be yeah, 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 yeah. To, see, to yeah. see if we where we could. There was a little more discipline. It. it seemed like with Guru in terms of like being. Oh, and again, like you said, Z, like we can go back to Shy Lights and all that. The group worked. So right. yeah. there was like we brought up brand newbie, and so there were times when the group was assembled, right? Because yes. the group worked so well, they would put groups together. Of you know, um, what people don't know this is a good little trivia question. State property did not know each other before they were assembled. They are not right. hometown neighborhood yes. friends. If you know about Philadelphia, yeah, they are they North all Philly, live South Philly, in disparate not, North yeah. Philly, we are South and, with each other, and Southwest. Those are the three yep, groups not, that make up state property and they have nothing to do with each other they really don't so it was very interesting if you go and figure out who knew like some of these guys didn't even know each other before they were together on state property and i will give rockefeller kudos for making it seem like oh these they all live on seagull street you know what i mean like the same thing again it's like it's easier to break a bunch of these dudes right thing than it's like we got the crack album the oskino album you know what i mean like it's great point Great point. The, the, a, a group really is a seemingly it's a win win for everybody, right? 
And then whoever is the most popping person in the group, you don't have to develop them. You just pull them out and you put them in, you know, front page of whatever. All right. I want us to get more specific, but I do want to ask y'all first about a different phenomenon. It's the other side of this coin. What about the other way it goes? Nelly brings along the St. Lunatics. Eminem, who was in a group originally, got out the group. Now he's bringing up D12 and the Outsiders. But wasn't Nelly in St. Lunatics originally? So, so I, the, I'll I tell you this. His history well, I'll be honest. That is the story. But don't tell me like that's not the three of us sitting there trying to write copy for ourselves. Okay, right. look. Let's say you started in this group and they picked you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you know, like to me, Nelly is more like Method Man, M-E-T-H-O-D Man. Okay. They had solo joints of his okay. that hit better than the group St. Lunatic songs. And it was yes. obvious. You see Smart. what I'm saying? Okay. So then you go with that. And I remember they pushed him to the front, right? Yes. Just like they would have anybody, Young City, whoever. I remember all, you know, and then then flipped it to Nelly and the St. Lunatics. So what do you think about that phenomenon, Dylan? When somebody like <clears throat> has the solo success and brings along a crew? I, th- I mean, I think it's cool that they're doing that, but it usually is law of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. There's usually a reason that the, the one person was brought out to the front. Yes. You know, like, it's, does anybody give a fuck about the St. Lunatics in the slightest? Like even at no, the but I can't say was anybody like yeah. outside Murphy of Nelly, Lee a little Murphy Lee. Did anybody give a fuck about the Lunatics? Nobody really did. But what about no. when it works? Like I'm not, I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. But sometimes it yeah. does work when somebody like infiltrates and brings the group with them. I think it usually works better when it's like a collection of artists that came together, right? Okay. Like if you look yeah. at like Death Squad, right, right. You know, like it's when something like that happens where it's like, all right, EPMD is already big, but they right. start running with this group of artists that they sort of like cultivate and put out one by one as they're ready. I think that works better than when you just have like a crew of dudes that came up together. Like same thing with D12. Like nobody gives a fuck about D12. Right. No. You know, I mean, like it this- was funny because if you know the history of D12, I'm glad you brought them up, Alaska. Yeah. Proof was the way more popular one locally. Yeah. Even with Eminem, Christian, it was proof. Everything was proof, 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 proof. Mm-hmm. He had the most material. I think he was the most experienced. Um, but then I look at like some of the other cats, like Denon Porter is so talented music-wise, so he was there. And the other cats rapping. But like to me, like Bizarre is like, hey, I'll rap too. Like, yeah. does that work? You know what I'm saying? And the other guys yeah. were just spitters. Like right. Conniva and um and other like you think they ever were gonna make like solo records like on their own? No, they were spitters. They yeah. were doing the battles, right? Punchline yeah. rappers. Probably didn't have any designs to make a like you know punchline right. It's hard to make a full album, twelve songs. Like how are we gonna do that? Hey, if the eight of us get together, yeah. right? That's I only need a verse from you and a verse from you. That's how I think that D twelve stuff works. Is like they figured out, put together they could come up. Like who is the song creator? Who's creating the songs? Yeah, because Eminem didn't get that skill until a little later. Yes, you see what I'm saying? When they when he brought he brought them up, then he had songwriting skill. But before that. If you like Marshall Mathers LP, it's great, but that's cultivated by Dre and stuff. And you listen to that Infinite stuff, he's like, he's not the best song maker, not yet. Yeah, right. Even so, even like um, <clears throat> the company flow, right? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Just and L, I think on Fun Crusher when we did our our Fun Crusher episode with Mike C Town, we we equally shed tears and laughter and sweat and everything discussing Just and L. 
Yes. Right? It wasn't like, well, you know, it was just, you know, he was my guy, you know, but man, L, whoa. It was like we were so excited to talk about just lyrics as we were with LP lyrics. Right? Yeah. Yes. And then yep. once they broke up, uh, because it was almost even footing with them, flip a coin, who's the better one on that record, either side's correct. Just his solo career is actually mad cool that I discovered in the last year and change. And L's yeah, career is solo career. Oh, right. yeah, and then Justice L's career is like crazy. super you legendary know. just because he just kind of hit on a lot of things at the right time. With just yes, the time, is this timing with L. Is a right, lot but it's not time. like yeah. Just is just, you know, fucking dog food without LP. You know what I mean? No. And so I think, like, uh, to me, it's kind of like survival of the fittest in a way where if you look at the biggest rappers, the biggest artists, usually the people with the most skill were either on their own already or they they transcended their situation. A lot of people emerge yeah. from stuff. A lot right. of like, there's not that many Nazis that like he's just by just himself. T- right. Himself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not really. Like yeah, even A Z I mean, came up through Nas, even though A Z is the epitome of a solo artist. Yeah, he's totally solo. Total but but A Z, like even without the life's a bitch verse, he's still gonna make do or die. Of course, yeah, he's a song. Like, like, he's still gonna make, yeah, do that's, that. that's 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 a grant. That's a grant. Oh, here's here's a good one. Ready? Oh, yes, Nori. You got? Nori. All right, so that's Nori necessity. was a necessity guy. Necessity guy. That's a necessity. That? One Break that down. Break it down. So the necessity guy is like, <laughs> all right, so we we. We, as the listeners, have no idea. We get the first foray of some of these guys. Right. We mm-hmm. don't know that, hey, this guy was locked up half of the recording process, or we pulled this guy in late, so he's only on two songs. Right. We just think, hey, they're, they're hip-hop homeboys, and they're the greatest. We yep. don't realize until we take stock that CNN is a Nori solo record with appearances from, from Capone. Trage. Yes. And Trage. And Trage. And Trage right. to fill it out. So when Nori went solo, we were surprised, but were we really surprised? No. Because we were kind of conditioned for that because his partner was always preoccupied with the situation. Right. Yeah. But the but the thing is, I think which was genius about that record was Nori held down a quote unquote duo and or it's basically a 25 to life album starring Nori. Because it's okay. tragedy helping them navigate yeah, yeah, the, the situation whole, whole, crew, yes. in it, and then he's rhyming on it, right? And hooking them up with shit. And then Capone pops in for like five joints. There's an interlude with him. It's got a solo song, but it's really like the it's it's 25 to life presents Capone and Noriega, mostly Nori. But Nori, even at that time, totally raw, like blood money is like all these random verses. It's not even there's no formula to it. Right. Like we, we discussed like Nori had something crazy. Yes. It didn't matter if Capone never showed up or Trash never showed up. You know yeah. what I mean? So but it again, was like a straight it, okay. line from him going, and then he went from that to start fucking with like track masters and the firm and the, nature the, and Nori and then. And then he then he did his own thing with the NORE record where like it the NORE album is almost like nothing happened before it in terms of what he carried over from the war report. You see what I'm saying? Like there's not yeah, a, like a war report aesthetic. Entity. Right. There's the war report aesthetic was a year. That was before. that was Queensbridge and, and Trash totally out. different. And right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Half a mil, all that good shit. Like, but the Nori record was, I'll give you this one, was he worldly. The Nori record was way more worldly. Yeah, like Super mm-hmm. Thug and, you know, you know, right. uh, Body in the Trunk and the Assignment, the Change and all them songs. Like, those are heavy. It, was, it wasn't records. just um, orbiting Queens. I'll say that. It wasn't right. like in, in a yeah. Queens orbit. Yeah. So right, like, like the war report is right. Like that is Queens all fucking day. So wait, Zilla, do you disagree with me in Alaska thinking that he was a necessity solo? 
or you just wanted me to expound? I'm just curious what you mean by necessity solo still. I'm just having a little. Like he kind of so like, did that. Go ahead, Alaska. Tell I was going to say, so so say that, you know, Capone was always around. He wasn't getting locked up. And okay. Nori didn't have to basically become a solo artist. He could have just stayed in CNN. Okay. You know what I mean? Like because Capone like was it, locked up all the time and wasn't available to do stuff. Right. Nori didn't have a choice. He had to become a solo artist. Yeah. Look at where Tribe went right where CNN went left. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of Fife, make up your mind. Yeah, you know what? And then he does. You see what I'm saying? What if he, what if he went scarce? Like, Capone? I would say this, I'll say the parallel. I'm Lady Brawl tribe because tip was on a lot of records. He was on fucking groove is in the heart. He's on jungle brothers. But he was in the mix. He's, he's producing. Jackson. He's digging. Right. For he's, in the mix. he's in the mix yes. of hip hop in New York. He's in but the you mix. Know what? He's I, one of those okay, guys. Here, here's the point. This, I, th I think we we're nailing it. Tribe was always the main thing. He would kind of divert from tribe because he was like the the star of tribe, right? Oh, but wait, so like wait, wait. General also, public. tribe was also like Trojan horsey. Like we thought Ali produced. We right. thought Fife was on more songs than he was. Right. We didn't know really what the Umma was. Tribe yeah. was like a construct. Yeah, Q-Tip put it ahead of himself so he wouldn't be Q-Tip the solo artist. Correct. He yeah. put he put Tribe Jerobi's the dancer and vibe right. vibes but, guy. Right. But then all of a sudden there's like Q-Tip on fucking. The infamous you see what i'm saying there's q-tip on illmatic on, on, on illmatic right so i'm saying like right. he he was zipping around but everything kept going back to the tribe foundation whereas i think with cnn it was like the the hope was cnn would be the foundation but you guys are right when, when capone gets locked up nori has time to hang out with big pun yeah you know what i mean he has time to hang out with nas he, he's just like moving and shaking and nori and talks about it. he just he was he was being That's in the mix, Nori tells you he was right. being in the mix. I was at the studio here, and I was there, yes. like he was in the mix. And he's such That's a social right. butterfly, you know. As we've seen from the show that with Drink Champs, I just think it was a. I think you guys are right. I think it was inevitable for Nori to end up where he was because even when they kept trying to go back to the CNN Foundation, like the reunion yeah. album's pretty good. It's got like five. But there's some magic records. that's lost because you know why. They're trying to make a CNN record, which they never did. Right. Because so I don't think CNN really was ever a thing. Right. I think it was just a launching pad. Exactly. So, so when they come back and try to make an actual official one, there's too much component Noriega. Those yes. records, those records exist. You're like, hey, this is this don't feel like well, before CNN, it feels like, hey, Capone's on this and Nori's on this, and it's a beat from right, because you the know, first album is 80% Nori. There is no right. real CNN. Yeah. Anyway, guys. right. So what about this? Like, so there's also the artists that have to break out because everybody else is holding them back. Ooh. Like, legit. And like, go on. You know, could that, I think that could have very well been Noy's career had yes. Capone not been locked up. Like feeling these, this loyalty to these dudes that are not going to bring him to where he Are we talking? To are, we, are we going into the Lauren Hill section of the show? Is that where we are? I mean, now? we could go to the Lauren Hill section of the show. There's I a lot think of they questions. Held her back. They went diamond together. Yeah. yeah, but she was like a son, and they were like moving. Yeah, yeah. So was even Clef. So was Cliff. No, like, Cliff was huge. I know he was huge. I'm sorry. Don't damn, I'm don't sorry. It's Clef. Lauren. It's no, I can when it's when it's Lauren. I can like it's you really can't. Like, the, num the numbers don't back that up. With, I don't care Clef about the numbers. Fugees. Forget the numbers. numbers. Cliff was never the rhyme that she was. So they yeah, he, he was making all the songs with. But she, but I'm just saying as as far as like being raw. Everybody wanted her solo because she was so raw. Oh, I, I agree with you a million percent. Right. Clef or no Clef. She was yes. raw as hell. 
That's my point. So like, but I see what Zilla's saying. Like Cliff wasn't okay. holding her back. No, no. Okay. No. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to think. No, of I mean, was like well, he, he no, blew I, up without her. Did, he, she London wasn't on the big hits off that off his. London album. on reality was holding her back, not the score. But yeah. that being associated with Prize is holding her back because Prize has a section on the back. song. You get what I'm saying? So like, Here's that's one. what I'm. What, but, okay. What was the Ja Rule group before he he went solo? Boss money, cash money, clip. Cash money, clip. Cash money. Who were they? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't. I they were just him like a little bit. All right, but then the same thing with um, who did Lord Tariq run with first? I think he was in that. Was, was he in the R- RSO? He wasn't was he really in the crew. He was he was down with like um, she's down with SNS or Duop. Like he was down with like one of those things. Who was down with the Almighty RSO? Not not Benzino. The other one. It was another one with them because hmm. they were all Boston. That's what I'm asking you last. That was that whole Boston thing with Almighty R. So he was wearing those. Yeah, but was colors. Lord Tariq wasn't from Boston, was he? No, maybe no, I'm no, thinking. No, no. Of, no, I'm I'm off yeah. on that. I'm off. I'm off on that. Yeah, Lord Tariq was like Bounce Squad or something like that. But all right, so Ja Rule is a good example. So it was like Cash Money Click. I don't know. If it was you looking it up? Z? I don't think it was a Boss Money play. It might have yeah. been Cash Money Click. But they were a bunch of whoever's. Right, yeah, like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It was just a bunch of them rapping, and but Ja had like that with Peter Guns. I think that was kind of just like, was that just kind that of like was, a, that a, was a one-off like album? A one-off. It wasn't an album. It was the song was the first thing. And so that was like okay. a collab song type thing where like, to me, that song was so, it was like a raucous song. Hey, this guy, get with this guy and somebody produced it. Right. That's how it always came off to me. Like it was raucous. It had raucous energy to me. Um, okay. I don't know if y'all, if y'all agree. It had raucous energy to me. I knew they were solo artists. But this song is so banging that this is what I'm a rock with. Am I going to mm-hmm. go check their solo stuff out? I don't know. Because they were smart. They didn't drop a solo thing. They didn't drop a damn thing that year. <laughs> they didn't put out. If you look, there's no Peter. The most you see Peter Guns is when he's running with Shaq. Mm. Oh, here's one. So about holding someone back. You guys want to get ready for this? Yeah. Uh, Black Thought. Uh <laughs> Now, what's the, what's the, how are we going to approach that? Because there's only like one vocalist there. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they're an interesting group because they have you right. know, different players and different people do different things. So like no one had ever given a Frenchman's fuck about Black Thought until that Flex freestyle. Like real rappers love Thought and people love the roots, but no one was checking for him. Like that beyond. I don't know when he was know. when that and that hardware time wasn't there. People yeah. trying to be like, where's where's the record? Where's the record? Like that. It's not the fever it pitch of no, flex shit. No, no, but it turned into the phrenology record. But yes. I'm Z, we're in Philly. There was a lot of rumblings about where is it at? Oh, it's coming. Right, right. Where's right. the solo? Where's the solo? But the solo, Alaska to, to go, the solo wasn't like gonna break him from anything. It was just like we thought he should just do one. Yeah, I mean his his solo albums that just came out didn't break him. Right, mm-hmm. right, you know, but it was. I think they're really cool. Mildly disappointing. Thank you. I think the Salam Remy one's awesome. Yeah, but I, I've mixed. I've mixed on them. But they're he's poorly, now, he's now certified as like, oh, like official motherfuckers get him on their album now. Yeah. To, to prove how how official they are, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he kind of never did like that a christening solo. moment. He never did the solo. True. True. And yeah. the group mined his solo for their one of their records. So that, you know, that that solo, you know, it's not like something yeah. they can pull up and put out because five, six or five of the six or six or seven of them songs on phenomenal. If I'm not mistaken, five at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Masterpiece Theater, his album. But I'm just I'm just feel like 
if he could just be in a like moving and shake like Nori, like we're saying, like everyone knows again, everyone knows him, but it's like roots shit. Well, what about like Ice Cube? The NWA holdback Ice Cube, like I would say, yes. Everybody sees Dre as the genius of NWA, but Ice Cube wrote every single rhyme. If Correct. you look at, so check this out. I got I got into NWA post Ice Cube, like 100 miles and running, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That I didn't even know about Cube with them, and then then I had to research, and then I really research, not ivermectin research. I really had to research and find out. I was like, oh, he was in a group. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Oh, he wrote the lyrics like the easy and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. And then the, then the beef happened when I realized what was going on. Like the beef, you know, it was kind of urgent, but the beef happened when I realized what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I had so last time to answer your question, I had to go like backwards. So I didn't know of them holding him back because they all seemed kind of popular at the same time and yeah. they just mm-hmm. step. So I I didn't I didn't know the feeling of oh man we should hear more Cube. Or, yeah. I want more Cube solo on the next. And remember, right, right. NWA was peculiar because they came out NWA and the Posse. I always thought this was interesting. They came out NWA and the Posse. Yeah, and the Posse. With, with right. the, with, which, was, which was pushed like by. Like Egyptian so- lover or shit like that. Right. But <laughs> yeah. a solo Easy E song was pushing that record. Yeah. Then they came out with um, Straight Out of Compton, which was the, the mm. four, four lyricists of them. And then after that, yeah. 100 Miles and Running, where it's the three lyricists of them. And yeah. Yell it. Right. Like, so it's like very interesting if you just track them out. Because they took three different forms each time. Yeah. You know? and, and and I don't think the reason Ice Cube left is because he was being held back. Mm-hmm. It, was business. Money. it was money but in the business. I don't think we necessarily saw the star that Ice Cube was going to become. Right. Not at all. Based off he, of what, right. Because he went yeah. on a limb. He went out with, with, with Bomb Squad, went to New Bomb York. Bomb Squad, yeah. Right. Did the and damn then even after that, York. he changed completely and went to Sir Jinx. Mm-hmm. And then changed again with Westside Connection. Yeah, you know I mean, what so he he never then. went back to the old NWA paradigm. If you no, look at no. after he left because he got real political. He stopped talking that I'll street what, knowledge. They, they, shit. Well, there was a plan to have an NWA album because they had that one song called "Hello." Where, yeah, like, Snoop yeah. was going to be the new yeah member of NWA, right? Replacing I remember. Easy. Yeah, and then I think Yell- did Yellow do the beat? It was something like that, like one of them. Uh, the it, was dra- it was a Dre. It was a Dre. It was a very Dre like okay. aftermathy Dre beat, but it was yeah. supposed to be like they like did like some like late night show. Like they were really trying to build it up as like the new NWA with Snoop in the group now and Cube back, but nothing ever happened. That would have been weird. Um, I'm trying to think about yeah, really I think, I think, but, I think, but I think the characteristic you need about the person who transcends the group because the group's holding them back is like. The person's needs to have vision. Yeah. What they want to do, where they want to go. Ambition, clearly. But I feel like if you don't have vision, then if you're just solo, you're just at the behest of whoever your A&R is or whoever, like your most persuasive friend. So how risky was Busta Rhymes? I I don't think Busta had a vision for himself. If you you listen to the coming, it's kind of all over the place. There's fucking crazy. There's LNS features. There's Def Squad feet. Like a lot it's of everywhere. Billa, flip mode. DJ flip Scratch. mode before we know flip. Like there's a lot on that record. I think he was like, building the he foundation. Was trying, yeah, he was trying to say, let me let me try these things out that I can do with some of my instincts. Yeah, then it got I, home. I think he just found because almost everyone on the coming, he worked with a lot for the last right, 25 right. years. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's very few one-off people on that album. You know what I mean? So I feel like. I don't think he had the vision 
at the beginning of the solo deal. Right. Well, I think he didn't turn into put your hands on my eyes and see, give me some more until the next records. Like after the coming, a lot of hard rapping, but like it was it's crazy. The, con- the concepts weren't like as crystallized as his later concepts and his character that he turned. You, into. you know what he reminds me of Castro? He's like he's like a dude that comes in the league right out of college. He might he might just do one year of college, maybe like an unspectacular dude, and he maybe he's like a late lottery pick 14th, 15th pick in the draft or something. And there's a reason why he got drafted that low, but everyone's always like, yeah, but if he figures out X, Y, Z, you're going to be like, Oh, he should have been the top two pick in this draft. Right. Right. So he, so I think when he got in with this, the shining, I mean, uh, the coming, I feel like it was him going off just like that raw skill. You know what I mean? Like just, and pushing it. And then I think every album after, then he realized, like, okay, this is how you make songs. Here's how you have more classes. Right. But, but to give him credit, he always talks about like Chuck D mentoring all of those dudes. Yes, the yes. Bomb Squad yeah. mentoring, like giving them the blueprint of like you know, and he's he always said like clamp, like concepts, lyrics. Yes, yeah. Appearance, yeah. music, whatever the hell the the acronym stuff. Performance, for. performance, performance. Right. So he was always around the OGs. In Long Island, like scrolling right. So and oh, and remember they put them through exercises, right? It's true about this, probably right and about his that. Breath like, control and right. So they're going through the, the paces as opposed to us just waking up. Damn, I gotta write a song, like just in vacuums. I, I existed in the vacuum. I didn't have because well, the Dungeon family band. did that to Outcast. Like, right. uh, I mean, organized noise was doing that to them, right? Like putting them in boot camp and shit. The only right. difference was like the clear intention was to be in a group. So I think when Busta went solo he already had all that in him all that groundwork he just didn't have like the artistical foundation to say okay i'm going to be this type of artist i talk about this type of shit These all right i got one to me What's up? i got one this is a good one because we we do we do it and of course we do it and it's funny because it, they come they emerge from one of the greatest groups ever killer sin of killer okay. army okay from the moment we heard Killison, tell me if you agree or not, Alaska, we wanted solo, 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 solo. And it was because of the Wu-Tang formula of here's this big group with all of these great talents. Right. After we give you the first wave, the next wave is solo stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I was very unfair to have all the other MCs in Killer Army because I didn't give a damn. Where's Killison verse? What, what, you know? Well, he was a star. Yeah. And he's also he's Power's brother, I think, or cousin. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're related. He's related to Power. Yeah, he's his nephew or cousin, one of them. But like Ninth Prince, like they really tried to push Ninth Prince because they tried Riz's, to push Ninth because he's Riz's, Riz's brother. brother. You Divine's know, brother. Kind of raps like Riz a little bit, but he's he sounds, way more yeah. fast. They actually look. They, they, they. He looks. Yeah, he resembles Rizzo. He looks more like Rizzo than he does Divine. But they, you know, they, their parents had strong genes. I just, I just that. felt like even back then, like loving them so much. To me, it was like Killison and Don Pacino were the most interesting dudes because they just didn't. They just Killison was like more of like a classic New York street dude of that time, like with the flow in the pocket. And then Don Pacino had like, an like energy I remember all of us wanted those to be like little mini woos because I remember when they right. first came out I was like alright this one sounds like Raekwon I did that I was like this one sounds like just you know I, right. I matched them up and I thought it was more direct lineage I thought they were all like nephews and cousins of the guy that I thought they sounded like um, I just think that he was the best one like it was clear that like Shogun Assassin yeah some of those guys were, <laughs> some of those guys I'll put it like this two of them were brought along 
They didn't right. rhyme like that. Yeah, they were. Right. I'm not gonna say who it was, but two of them were like, just all right, come on. And I love them. I'm, I, I love. I love. Army. I love. I really love. I love Army, but it's like it's very apparent early on. Like these dudes are up here. Everyone else is down here. All right, but then I'll give you a parallel to that. I never felt that with Sons of Men, and I love Heaven Raising. Mm. I felt like they were a group. Sixty Second. Hellraiser, and they they feel like a group. Sons of Man felt like a group. They didn't feel like Prodigal any one Son. Of them. I'm not that good. I love Prodigal. Are you crazy? Uh-huh. It was Prodigal and and no. Hellraiser. Now Hellraiser were the best ones. No, not sixty seconds. Prodigal. You think Prodigal Son is? They he always had f- like the letdown verse to me, bro. To me, That's it was all because- it was all Hellraiser and KP. Kill KP. Kill well, I mean, how much was Killer on the first record? Yeah, he was on. Not a lot, though. You're right. He wasn't. He was, he like, was already solo a, by the time right. he put that record out. Right. So that was probably interesting. But like 60 Second was like a poor man's old dirty because all he was doing was like, ooh, ooh, he was yeah, great. Like, I don't want to hear him beside like wanna... hooks, though. You know, I just right. wasn't interested right. in him. The right. prodigal son was he was really not, there was nothing he that made him special. You know, what I mean, Alaska, did you like um, Killer Sin at all? <laughs> no. OK. <laughs> I didn't like him about Sons of Man because he, he fucking oh, you never you didn't pick one not one black no because I can listen to Wu Tang like why would I want to listen to the fake Wu-Tang? it's not the Wu uh, the Phillies were not the dollar store version of Wu Tang is that what people thought no, our they said they would get the discount the no they they were the dollar store version of Wu Tang it's like why. Why would I? You know what that? Why would I watch think? the Staten Island Yankees when I can watch the real Yankees? Oh my God! You're making me think of like, see, he's making me think of the representative. Oh my God! Like by the time the representative, oh yeah, they, oh, the representative. By the time they rolled him out, it was like, oh man, oh, y'all got another camp. group. Oh, and and one of them was Little Rock. Little like, Rock, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Little dope. Rock. Yeah, yeah so that yeah, was. Nah, I didn't. I didn't like any of it. I, the only and, one I liked was Syndicate. Had a couple songs. Oh, but that's Maya Lansky and, 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 yeah, and, and Joe Moff. Joe Moff, yo. Joe Moff, yo. They yeah. crazy. It's all good. Oh, I heard, I told you Maya Lansky's voice got back better. It sounds like oh, better okay. now. Like, because he was, he had one Kill record. Sin is doing like 16 to life and sings. 16? Yo. You looked it up. Oh, I never yeah. wanted to look at it. I always wanted it to be like, oh, he's doing five years for B&E. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like, yeah, and, then, and then all of a sudden they say, oh, he got one year left. Cause that's how Shaheen was in and out of jail. He went for a minute, and then you next thing you know, he's like, he's back. Oh man, sixteen. What is it? What? What is it? Assault? What? What? Uh, hold on, let me look it up. It's not murder, but it's got to be like maybe it's armed it's robbery. Some armed sort robbery. Of, hold on, you. what is he doing? He is manslaughter. Uh, armed robbery gets was you convicted years. of criminal weapons possession and received sixteen years to life. Oof. Probably a compounding charge. He probably had other charges. Yeah. That just, Put that yeah, or he might have had like you know, might have been a probation or some shit. Yeah, yeah, like that's right. And they make it, they love making these sixteen. Yeah. Well, he's been in jail how so, long now? Like eleven years. It's been a while. Two thousand fifteen. Oh, only two fifty. Oh, this is that stretch. Yeah, Christ, he won't be out till two thousand thirty something. Yeah, that's oh, possibly. All right, you know, yeah, not the sentence thing gonna get commuted if you talk sixteen of life. If life is at the other, it's not like. You know that's what I mean? So I'm saying it could be longer. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like five to fifteen where you know we got no, no. range here. We're talking about my man yeah. doing fo- what they call it football oh, numbers. Yeah. That's that's rough. Anyway, peace. I'm um, about to write him a letter, yo. Shouts to kill him. Why, why don't we take a break and then I want to um, uh, talk about our histories and groups and okay. Yeah, can, yeah, can yeah, I bring yeah, up one more that. and it's not rap related? Okay. And I just All right, let's do it. on it. 
Let's do it. And I guess it's it's not necessarily a solo career, but um, Dave Grohl. Ooh, it's my okay. Man. That is my man. Like he was a drummer in Nirvana. Right. So now we move on to necessity. Now, he's a necessity 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 dude. solo, right? But his band is probably bigger than Nirvana ever was. Yeah. What but like my question with him was, was he just supposed to quit after the tragedy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was he supposed to? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I, I mean, like, it's good that he didn't, but like, you know, if Kurt I, I didn't die, he, I mean, I feel like eventually down right? the line, they would have had a break or fell off. And they then, definitely they fell done off. different things. And then he yeah. would have done a solo album, but it yeah. wouldn't have like, him doing that at that time when he did the first Foo Fighters album, when he recorded all by himself in his house, did everything yeah. on his own. So the first Foo Fighters is him by himself? Just him Nobody by himself, tracking everything. Oh, wow. I didn't him know Him just that. having songs, right? When he was doing shows, he was doing like little venues again. But because that was the biggest fucking band in the world that changed music forever and Kurt had just died, everyone wanted to see what he was doing. And then they wanted yeah. him to do Nirvana songs. So was it isn't it old Nirvana members and Foo Fighters, right? No, it's just him. Just now, him. Chris Novoselic will pop up on certain albums to play on a song or two. Yeah, oh, okay. And Pat Schmier, he will, yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit, but that's his band. You know what I mean? So like, I got you, got you. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> saying, like, if if he would have done it, if they did six albums, five albums, and it's 2002, and they fall the fuck off, and Kurt's alive still, no one wants to hear. Dave Grohl solo at that point no. after they right. fall off. They want and to hear him sadly the year after Kurt dies when he's the he's the active member from that band making new music. Was he a vocalist yeah. at any point at that before that? No. Was he, I mean, he, he just do background background? Yeah. Background. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I like I love him so much, and I don't think he has a great voice by any means, but he knows how to make fucking songs. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. like an I mean, awesome. Dude. He's, of very successful groups do where they make this one song over and over and over again he's it's a made good song. a lot of that song yeah he's made yeah. a lot of songs like every time i check a new foo fighters album the first three songs i'm like oh foo fighters yeah here they are here they are again here they are again then i just lose interest but i'll always love so them. you know help me catch me up so they're not like so blink 182 is not as good as that no <laughs> Okay, thanks, no. guys. Sometimes y'all have to keep in the speed. I would not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan by any stretch. They got a couple songs. No, I just know but, Blink um, is like poppy, poppy corn. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, punk. Yeah, punk. Blink is like pop punk, and yeah, like pop just punk. more like a hard rock band. All yeah. right, yeah. call out culture. We hitting y'all with the histories, and we'll be right back. Wow, Sean Hey, friends, it's me your friendly neighborhood podcast host, Alaska. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting new project that I just released with my friend Jason Griff. You might know Jason Griff from his many appearances on the Call Out Culture podcast, as well as his groundbreaking work with the Griff Scorsese Midnight Express album. Also, his solo project, Fireside Chats. You need a sweater and a bearskin rug for that one, fellas. Anyway... We just dropped a new record called Human Zoo. And Human Zoo examines the cages that we put around society and the self-imposed cages we put around ourselves. It features exciting tracks like Reboot featuring Fat Boy Sharif and Animal Farm featuring Love Ulysses. We also have additional vocals 
from the likes of Alex Ludovico. Not Ludovico, Ludovico with a C. See what I'm saying there, people? And Premrock. And then the all hook, all the time track. Featuring vocal stylings from Curly Castro, Zilla Rocca, Def C, Rob Sonic, Breezley Bruin, and Open Mike Eagle. If you like the rap music, folks, you're gonna wanna get this record. It's a must have for every true aficionado, and you could get it at insubordinaterecords.com. Alaska, out. Listen, we just had an, had an ad coming off the break. I don't know for what album of ours we're promoting. Let me tell you, I'm going to promote this, man. I went, I went to the Sixers game the other night with my father. And you know what I had sitting around that I gave him that he was, he was overjoyed to receive. A Manscaped care package. My nice. dad, fucking the guy was elated. So just to know, listen, Christmas is going to be wild this year with Black Friday. Supply chains all fucked the fuck up because that one town in Long Beach Island before that tech dude tweeted the live tweet with 500,000 shipping containers couldn't dock. So the global economy is all fucked up. So if you're already thinking about, yo, what would be an ill gift for another man in my life? Your, your boyfriend, your husband, your dad, your roommate, your favorite rap podcasters. Listen, kids, Manscaped, we got you. Trimming it, cleaning it, f- fragranizing it, whatever you need to get, just let them know we sent you. Put in that code, COC20, get 20% off. You know what I mean? Think about those products now. Supply chain's fucked up. Order it today. Take care of some type of man in your life. You maybe you can get it for women. I, I think it's open to all genders. It's gender fluid. So people skate, whatever the fuck you want to do. But you got to go to manscaped.com, COC20 to get it. As a person who uses the products hardly, hey, strongly recommend it. All right, back to the show. So we've all been in groups, right? Yes. What was the first time people, you got the whisper or you got you heard about that to other group members like, yo, Leave these motherfuckers. Or yo, see that dude Alaska, he's a bitch. Drop his ass. Or yo, Castro, I don't like his tone of voice sometimes. Get rid of this fucking guy. I'll start. <clears throat> so we were in college, one of my first little rap groups. And um, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Like in college, if anybody lived on campus or anybody knows, you you wait for everybody. This is key. When you go to eat, you gotta wait for Steve or David or something. You, you all go together in these groups. You go together at the gym. You go together. Now, classes is different. because Everybody's different classes. But any type of group activity, you wait for everybody to go. Okay. So we're all about the unity in the group. So you start a rap group in college, right? You spend a lot of time with each other. Um, so we're trying to get popular. We're trying to get producers. We don't know what we're doing. Fly by night. This is the 90s, y'all. So just trying any damn thing. Um, we end up ke- hooking up with this cat making a compilation and it feels like it's rarefied air if you get on this compilation, right? Everybody, the rappers on campus, outside of campus, were trying to get on this compilation. You had to get on this thing, right? We get lucky enough, we get a song on there. So we're cool, we work on a song, we're real proud of the song. 
in the later stages of this compilation, they pulled my man, Last Word, to come help them finish. He's the producer of our group. He helped engineer and shit like that. And then I look on the end of the CD and he has like extra verses on this CD outside of our group. He's like on a posse cut. He's on another song or whatever. Meanwhile, all of us are only on one song. So I'm like, all right, you know. Switcheroo. We're, we're, we're young in the game, right? So then one day I call this cat. His name was Jay. This is the guy that's doing this. I call Jay's number trying to find out where he's at to get into the studio and all that shit. And on his answer machine, his last words verse. Huh. His verse is the music on the answer machine. I'm like, what the hell is this? Right? <laughs> Jay. You cocksucker. At this point, last word is my roommate. So like I wake him up. Yo, man, what the fuck is on? What the fuck's going on here? What is this? Like I'm mad at him because I'm thinking that he's trying to lead a group before we even get the group rolling and shit like that. I'm I'm a I'm a raging egomaniac male at Temple University <laughs> at this point. Um before cis male became a thing, I think I'm like raging at this point. He's like, I don't know what you mean. I just helped with the record or whatever. But anyway, Jay was trying to pull last word from the group. Oh, you know, you know, you don't really need those guys. You do everything you produce. You know, you could (laughs) you could do well, you know, just doing your own thing. Now, mind you, we're all just starting rapping. So none of us had any like solo machinations, anything like that. Nobody even knew how to do this group shit we were doing. So none of us thought that we should go solo. But we were definitely a little perturbed that he was getting singled out. He had solo songs and we're a group. You shouldn't exist. There shouldn't be any raps of yours unless it's with the group. Very selfish, I will say. You need a loyalty. Our ego is raging at this point. And, you know, anyway, it diffuses. He doesn't leave the group. Thank God. You know, but, uh, (laughs) you know, anyway, the group, yeah, the group was great. Ended up being a bunch of crushed CDs with my face on it by garbage in the middle of Burke's Mall. I'm like just looking at my crushed CD on the ground. Anyway. Yeah, so I went through that where they're trying to pull one of the guys from the group for no particular reason, and they think they can manipulate that member and guide them and take their talent to faraway places that they weren't going to take me. Not over my body. I was going to sabotage everything. Back then, I was, I was going behind there pulling the plugs out of mics on live shows, man. Don't play with me, yo. I was very vengeful, yo. Yeah, just like, like Forrest Gump. I used to do that shit. Boop, pull a thing out. <laughs> On these talent Let's shows and go. shit, Mike's not working. Yeah, it's our goal. It's our goal. Yeah, it's our turn. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was devious. Oh, fuck that, man. I'm there all night. I've been there yeah. since fucking five o'clock. This contest is going on. It's 11 30. Yeah, They're that. not telling anybody who's first, second, or third. You just there rapping, singing. Oh, like <laughs> the lockbox has the money. Y'all know the lockbox. Alaska, you're familiar with the lockbox. The little oh, box yeah. that got your little money. Lockbox. It's locked. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, sorry, y'all. I'm having moments. Right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, Alaska. Um, I mean, the the two that stand out. There was definitely like, there was a period where everybody just wanted best. You, uh, we were gonna ask you about that because yeah, I mean, Cannibal you know, it wasn't was like pulled. Cannibal Ox was pulled from Adams. Like that's not myth. Yeah. Like well, yeah. I mean, that was that was the other one I was gonna go into. But um, there was like a period where just everybody wanted to work with Vast and. You know, Vast brought everybody along with him at that time. Like, he was always like, yo, come get on this track. Come do this. Nice. Um, you know, but it was definitely like there was there was a lot of heat around Vast. But um, the one that really, like, got me, like, in Castro headspace was um, 
when Vortal and I were a group and we had like a bunch of songs written and stuff and El, El snatched them up oh. to do Can Ox. Whoops. And like, you know, it was like the mixed feeling of like, I was really happy for him. Um, but then what? I was like, man, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why you ain't bring me along? I, yo, yeah. that's, we rappers. We have to say, I, and, I, and I wasn't even like, I just remember one time, like I was talking with Vortal and I was like, you know what, man, fuck him. Not Vortal, like fuck LP. Uh-huh, I was like, wow. I don't know who he thinks he is. Like, I, He's not better than me. You know who he thinks he is? I mean, he he thinks he's LP. He thinks he's all productive. But I was was just like in my feelings. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I still feel bad about it. Like, I should have been like happy, you know, for like my friend's success. But like, I let that moment. Like, it was just one moment. Like, I called him later and apologized. But I was like, damn. (laughs) Definitely like got me out of my zone. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Um, that was my time. I can't top that, clearly. I never had I never had LP pick my rap partners away from my group and then make them have the best fucking debut in the last twenty years. Um, hey, and it was the right move for everybody involved. Yeah, you had to be on a record. You know what I mean? You guys got yeah. to do mad shit afterwards. You got your deal. But no, I, let me ask you: when, what when you were was doing with me was nothing compared to what he was doing with. Oh, there you with go. Those guys. What about yeah. when you're in Hangar? Did anybody try to break you guys up? No, I don't. I mean. I don't recall. I pretty much came across like peas in a pot. Like there was a lot of synergy with the two of them. Yeah. So I I don't know if I I, like when I listened to. I don't know if anybody cared about us enough to try to break us. I wouldn't parcel. They were two. They were the the back and forth and the tag team was so pure. I don't think I would pull up like wind or pull up Alaska. It was like. Right. Um, uh, The times I was in groups, they they tended to have my group members tended to really roll with me because I I was the best available option for them to get from point A to B at the time. And then once we got to point B, they were like, Oh, check it out. I'm going to do a solo album. (laughs) It was like, Oh, word. Oh, glad to know you're doing a solo. Oh yeah. I got like five beats from this dude and here's the hooks I got. And I'm going to go to the studio and I'd be like, Oh, cool. Uh, well, uh, I make beats. Can I get some beats on your solo album? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so Alaska, this is why he couldn't recognize it. Zilla is a necessity solo. His first very solo, necessity solo. His Never first had solo record was because he was looking around by himself in the studio and his, yeah. his partner at the time was just going in all these different directions. So he started yes. making songs, making his own songs. Yeah. Straight amazing. up and down. Yeah, because so his, his, his partners were going there. in a million directions. And he yeah. was sitting there at the studio. He had time. You, you, would, you went to the studio every day, every other day, every day? Well, f- at first it was when we were still recording at Temple. It's because my, my rap partner was like trying to do a solo thing. He was like a sex symbol, like fake Usher dude. And so he was trying to get like these party songs cracking. Then he was trying to be like Busta. Then he was trying to be like a ladies man. But then he was trying to like do mad shit and then none of it was i was i was sitting there like i don't fit into any of this with this guy you know what i mean mm, like yeah. i like it but i don't, don't fit and then the group we were in i'm like this doesn't fit with the group we're in with our other producers so i was like okay let me make my own songs which were like juxy dj shadowy at the time right and then when that shit died then my se- my second group was the same thing where it's like we did an album we did a mixtape we did a lot of shows we ran around hobnobbing being on the internet, being in Philly in New York and LA. But then it was like, the dude was like, Oh um, yeah, I'm going to do this solo album. And I was like, Oh, can I produce most of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then everyone he was getting with was like producers. I was, I was meeting. So every producer I was meeting, he was like, then 
getting the beat from them to be on this album. So I, produced, I, I ended up producing half the album, but then the rest of it was just like all, all my connections, um, which was cool because I was like, I was on a, I want to see this shit win. You know, like I want to see this album hit. Of course. And then it, you know, it was, it was cool, but, um, and the, 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 actually the part I produced, I really, I'm proud of it. I, I think it's really dope. Um, and then, so I was like, well then fuck it. Like, I, I guess I'm going to make some shit. Like, so I made my stuff and then our plan was to come back and coalesce and do a second album. And then it was too far gone by that point. Like we were both just ensconced with like, this is how I do shit over here. This is how you do shit over there. We're kind of a group in name only you're rolling with these fucking guys or picking these things. I, I roll with this whole different crowd of people. There's a lot of like backbiting and shit talking when people aren't around. There's like, it was just so much drama and nonsense. And I was just like, yo, this is not fun. But it was like we had to keep everyone had to keep appearances. Like, oh, like we're a crew, we're family, we're a group. What 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 was um what was what what was the scene like that y'all felt like a group would do y'all better to keep up appearances, even though this this, you know, it was like solo. Like Like, why why was it? Well, we had like label interests. We had like we had label deals on a table. So there was like two potential major label deals and then once the housing market crashed and everything crashed like all that shit got taken off the table um so then we were like oh okay well then i guess we should keep going the way we were doing this before but then you know it was just like you just saw naturally i think we were talking about other people too where like both of the partners i had like i said they were just clearly they were highly 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 ambitious and highly highly narcissistic to be like Oh, you're my man, but you're my man, but you stay down there. I'm going to step on your back to go where I want to go. You stay down there, but you're my man. And if you, if we ever are eye to eye on something, I'm going to guilt you about that shit. Like we, we can't be eye to eye. I need to be ahead above you because like you were saying, cash, we were just young and insecure and fucking stupid, but that was like the underlying. And then I was quietly like, you know, guilty of that shit too, but not as, overt i was just like because i was about the groups like i <laughs> even now though i wrote a verse today for griff i wrote like 12 bars i was like god damn i don't feel like right anymore this shit i think this is yeah done. yo when we, i was we in put a on group, this song you know oh, what I mean? like one goodness, verse man i'm not like, built for that all this work i got now when i was in a group man it was breezy like alaska mm. i know you had more you in a duo i was in a four-man five-man group oh, I wrote my 16. I didn't even have to do hooks back then. And no, I was that's what out, saying. You know? It's just like, and it's, I was, it's such a, it's such a mental drain sometimes. Like, okay, now I got to do the more. To, okay. Now how do I keep it interesting? Like, what do I do? Do I, yeah. Like all the writing just for half a song. Like when you do. Right. Songs, that's like, what I'm saying. Like all the writing just for half a song. And you're like, man, I'm so I good. The exact opposite. Cause oh, I don't really? like dealing with people. Well, no. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Cause like when we would be in a group like Adam's family, there was like a couple of times I just like walked out. I was like, "Fuck you guys!" I'm oh, there's a lot of compromise. Because it was a like a lot of lot of lot of voices in the room. I know. Well, it would always be like everybody's like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And then like nobody has anything to do, and then you start like, "Well, why don't we try this? Why don't we try this? nah, yeah. nah, fuck that." That's nah. <laughs> and it's just like, like yo, that. we've been here for fucking three hours. None of you came up with a single fucking idea, and you I definitely know everything had that many. anybody says. Yeah, there was definitely too many cooks in our kitchen at, at times yeah. in groups I've been in. Too like, many, just too many, out. too many voices. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah. no clear. Like yeah, I, I get that. Like nobody has an original idea, but nobody wants to do any of the. Yeah, ideas. and and they just want to naysay every other idea. 
It's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. And yeah, it's cool. That's... Like, and you know, it's like, and I'm not even saying they're like my ideas. They're like other people's ideas. And it's just like after a while, it's like, well, every they have to be clear. A song, or do you just want to be here hanging out? Like, what's the deal? There's a point. There's the hanging out turns into a group that's successful when everybody has clear defined role. It has to be yeah. a leader. There has to yeah. be like the, the silent, right. yeah, silent worker. The one that does a lot yeah. of work. They're quiet. And then the people in the middle. Like I'm, I'm just using a four man type group. Yeah. So I mean, it's like I, me, going solo was not my plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been in groups, duos, collectives, clans, cliques. Like that shit fits for me. I've been in every every type of thing, and I always was just gonna play my part. Maybe that's and why then, people like shrapnel. I mean, yeah, go, like all oh, people root for yeah. groups. Oh, they yeah. love the group to win. Trust yep. and believe. And then some of my past groups that everybody is rooting for the group because I think we don't see it that much. So when the one pops up, everybody really roots for them because they feel like they're it's they're gonna be on borrowed time. Now everybody feels like a group is a very limited situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just wait. Go ahead, last one. Yeah. So Hangar 18 actually was the opposite. It was a solo record that turned into a group record. Oh, yeah, you told yeah, you told yeah. us that. Because I, I was working on my solo record. I had oh, like okay. three songs done and then I was like, Wayne, come in and do the song. And it was just like, we did it. It was like, oh, this is a whole different, better energy. Mm. Like we need to go That's with cool. this and keep building with this. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up all levels of group chatter. We have you know the I mean? necessities, so. the, uh, the, what's it called? Wait, wait, wait. there was one of nowhere groups. Ugly. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I had, no, I'm sorry. Because I remember I was texting y'all about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Was, let's see. Where's the ugly? Okay. Um, I want to mention this. Okay. The tragedy of old dirty bastard. Hmm. What? Okay. Go on. Old dirty was protected. He was with his family. He was better taken care of when he was in a group. Once he started splintering off and then the whole Rockefeller thing, make trying to make him solo. And that ended up kind of killing him out there. You don't agree? I, I mean, I, I remember I saw the clip of Riza saying, like, we were all to blame because we watched him go from a son unique to old dirty bastard and him living up to that name to and second character. Name. Right. Him like drinking all the time and getting incorrigible. When when he was Asan unique, he was like a little more uh put together in terms of like his day-to-day operations. Right. So I remember Riz saying like we were all to blame. We were all like, oh no, that's just him being old, that's just dirty, you know. Oh, that's rather than oh, that's that's like, Asan. Right. Oh, yeah. Like Name this power. is this is beyond the pale yeah. now. Like this is not just a yeah. dude having a show and he's getting a drink. He's like out of fucking control. Right. Just well, they started getting day. into that in the, the towards yes. the end of the season. Yes, for sure. Yeah, they try. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did I, think, I think I think well to to say something briefly about Wu from watching the documentary, which is phenomenal, and they're showing clips of them like arguing like after they're already on, and right. it's like the group dynamic. If you just I think one of you guys said about the hierarchy. If you don't have people that just truly understand, like, okay, you're important because you do this. Right. Not because you want to do all this other shit. It's because you do this. Right. That's hard to tell a bunch of 20-year-olds, 24 or 25-year-olds who don't have shit. 
Like, actually, no, you come off the bench. You're the ninth guy on the on the team. You're not the the, the top two guys. And now when guy. some of the ninth and eighth guys had like solo success, now that it's out of control. Right. Which which happens. It's out of control. They have when you have the come up season, right? It's out of control the next season. Exactly. And like place. Rizzo said something. I remember I remember in like when uh what's the name came out? Um after uh eight diagrams and all that shit, and they were all mm-hmm. trashing this motherfucker. They were trashing this fucking guy yep. release day. Yep, trashing him about this is some white boy shit. He put all these fucking guitars on there. This ain't the punch you in your face shit people want. Da, da, da. And he said something like he was started clapping back. Like, what's the name? It already sued him. I think you got sued him. And Capadonna was talking about it. he made him broke. And Rizzo said something like, okay, well, you guys think I suck and you don't want to rap on my beats. My beats are trash. Where exactly are you in your solo careers right now at this moment? You answer that question for me. Uh, is anyone checking the fourth fucking Raekwon album? No. Is anyone yeah. outside of Ghostface? Anyone checking the third or fourth Meth album? No. The third or fourth <laughs> Jizza album? No. So you mm-hmm. guys, so he said this thing. This, and the thing I want to wrap up with on, on my end. He said, when you, when you do your solo albums, no one knows any of that shit. You do eight bars on a Wu-Tang song, the whole world knows that shit. Yeah. What's more important mm-hmm. to you to do an album with 7000 verses no one knows or cares about or eight bars on this song that everyone's checking? Some truth Simple. to that. A lot of truth Simple. to that. Like, Raw, I'm going to give it to you with no trivia. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that part. And that's you God's first foray. I know that. Homicide's illegal other. and death is the penalty. What testifies yeah. the homicide when he like, come on, bro. And I love Master Kill. I love him. But, but we definitely know those pieces on Wu songs more than we know their solo. Right, the collective. Oh, and then Ray even said it like randomly in an interview like four or five years ago where he was like, yo, we fucked up going solo. He said that shit. But peep like, it, not oh, necessarily dude. that fully. Like they fucked up going, working on their solos by themselves. Because if everybody knows, Cuban Links is a Wu-Tang album. Yeah, Iron, Iron Man, Man all of those Wu Tang. Liquid Swords of Wu Tang. Swords of Wu Tang. They're all on there. They're all Return around each other. Right. They're all Wu Tang albums. Like they're they're very present on each other's stuff. You could see the split right. when it's just like Carlton Fisk is right. the feature and nobody else. And right. my yeah. only Inspector and Cap is on uh, Capadonna's like second record. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not not you know the main guys aren't on there anymore. Right. So it's it's very very different. Very yeah, like good. all they needed to do every year was just be like, okay, we're who's, all working on some shit. Let's right, go with the it? best records. Right. Yeah. And that's the new Wu Tang album together. You know yep. what I mean? Like if you if you want to let people do that shit, like like it's funny. I was listening when I was listening to Kanye on Drink Champs and he was talking about Jay-Z. And he was like saying Jay's a selfish asshole. He's selfish. He'll tell you. Because he said, like, when they were doing Watch the Throne, he he started Watch the Throne taking the three, four new records he was making to follow up Dark Fantasy. And mm-hmm. then rolled them in the watch. He's like, this is going to be the biggest thing. Watch the throne. And he said, Jay-Z had the song with Justin Timberlake. The, um, Holy Grail. Like that fucking song. Yeah. He was like, I said, oh, that's OK. You got that song. That's hot. Put it on this album. Jay was like, no, nah, that's mine. That doesn't go towards Watch the Throne. And Kanye is like, but put the fucking Justin Timberlake song on the album with me and you. And Jay was like, nope, that's mine. And he held on that for like years. That shit didn't come mm-hmm. out for like years. But Kanye was like, I'm sacrificing my fucking solo records for this group. And you're like, no. You know what I mean? He's like, but Jay knows. He's like, Jay knows that. He's a selfish asshole. He'll be like, yeah, I'm real selfish. <laughs> Jay's not supposed to be in groups. That's the bottom no, line. That's that's the line. line. <laughs> Rock La Familia is a one-shot deal. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like we, we could have done the opposite of like, okay, everyone's making shit. Let's call it together and be like, okay. Or like we're saying, like when it was such a like um inspector said that he said when it came time to, to redo his record and do uncontrolled substance, he said nobody was around. Everybody was all over the place, not working at you know one right. studio or being in different rooms. He was like, you know, Riz is over there. He had to go get Riz a beat you, from yo, him. Kappa like said that. that too. Kappa's like, yo, I don't feel like having to keep begging these dudes to be on my album, so I just make albums without them. Yeah, like I'm not people at their schedules. Ghost. Like, yo, we yeah. got time and ghost. You guys like, said oh, the same I'm... shit. Remember, you guys was like, I've been telling Ghost for years. Me and you, our chemistry is crazy. We'll do an album called Goldie and Ghost. He's like, Ghost just kind of flakes out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, he's looking at like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> he just doesn't want to say shit. Yeah. Why, would do, why would I do that shit? I'll do I'll do five D block albums. Oh, don't start. Yes. Woo block D blocks. Woo block. All right. I'm sorry. Woo block. All right. We're gonna know the plantation when we get to Wu D block. Wu Tang. Wu Tang or Ghostface right. every episode. We 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 stopped talking about Eric Serb and Quali or Razkaz. That was just Wu Tang. And common sense. We and we, common we don't. Sense. Yeah. We oh, shouts to Kanye for just completely destroying Quali on that episode of Drink. Oh, oh what did he say? Oh my God. Let's end the episode and then tell us. Yeah, because God knows this guy. What happened? What did you say last? Let's he, end the episode. Okay, let's end so it. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you briefly with what he said. All right. We are called out culture. We are the best. Oh, of and real quick, we'll, we'll premiere a new Career Crook song right now. New Career Crook song coming up right after right, I finish right this is. spiel. So this is, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, let me finish the spiel. Calm down. Zilla's excited. We mentioned Kanye. Here he goes. Um, and thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Hopefully, we don't go solo and I create my own podcast after this. I feel little inklings i'm starting to see the sign yeah you know ain't ain't nobody ain't nobody ain't nobody ain't nobody calling in to call out culture to see you otis all right (laughs) um but nah um take a look like you know hip-hop is fluid groups turn into solos solos turn into groups we just wanted to examine that phenomenon and um you know get us on twitter comment when we put up a question go give leave us a Comment on iTunes, go to YouTube, all that good stuff. Become a Patreon member. Um, and we here for y'all. Call out cultists. We out. Goodbye.
Johnny says, yo, strap your seatbelt in I'm about to smash the whip just like a sardine can Cause our man Keith, he might not walk again So no more talking then They peeled inside a driveway on Washington This type of shit you can't ignore Our bloodlust was pure So Johnny pushed the pedal to the floor I braced my hands against the dashboard We drove like 50 down that driveway And smashed the fucking car Someone to go to court, I will be glad to help. Okay, that guy was a drunken maniac. He hit you, and then he crashed into that car. Who? Him. I'll be damned.